0: In case you missed it, on Newsbreak.
1: It's been going now for coming up 17 years. We started it in 2001. And the aim of the project is really to... Basically, look at the effectiveness of our marine protected areas. So I think a lot of your listeners will know that if they've been fishing at St. Lucia or Cape Vidal or Sedwana, that whole area forms part of the Ismangaliso Wetland Park. And there is marine protected areas, which are areas where um, certain fish or fish communities are protected. And that extends now all the way from Cape St. Lucia, which is south of Mapellan, all the way up to the border just north of Cozy Bay. And along that stretch of coastline, there, there are a number of what we call no-take areas where, where no fishing is allowed by members of the public. And the aim of this project is basically to to look at the fish stocks in those no-take areas and compare them with the fished areas. What were some of the notable
0: findings when it came to gathering data on the movement patterns and the growth rates of these fish?
1: So what what we found was that uh, in the Sudwana area, particularly we fished to the south of Sudwana, and we fished in the the no-take sanctuary area south of, of Red Sands, and there we found that the fish populations were approximately double what they were on the exploited area outside, Um, And we tag a lot of the fish with uh, the little ori um, dart tags. And from that, we found that uh, a lot of the fish are extremely resident. They stay um, in the same sort of small areas of reef for for quite extensive times, but that there is still movement of some of these fish out into the exploited areas.
0: The expedition caught 278 fish, 165 of them, I believe, were tagged Nine of them were recaptured. So can you give us a bit more detail about how this process went?
1: Okay, so basically what we have is we have eight, eight anglers um, that participate in in the trips with me. And we have two vehicles on the beach, both of them four by four vehicles, which is all permitted and um, sanctioned. We have research permits and so on. And four guys go into an area in the no-take sanctuary on one day, and four guys fish on one of the areas outside so we have people fishing inside and outside the no-take areas every day using the same tackle, same bait and then all the fish that are caught we use barbless hooks um, and Immediately that we catch the fish, it gets placed into a bucket of fresh seawater. We then measure the fish and if it's of the suitable species and bigger than 30 centimeters fork length, we tag it with one of the little ori tags and, and release it. So every fish that is caught is, is recorded and measured and very, very carefully handled and immediately placed back in, in the water.
0: Most fisher folk will know what to do if they do encounter tagged fish, but what is the correct protocol to follow?
1: Great. Yeah, thanks for that question. Um, the Ori tagging project has been running now since nineteen eighty four, so it's 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 been been around for a long time. And yet we find that still there are many anglers who, who don't know about it. So if you do catch a fish with a with a tag in it, you'll see on the tag is a unique number and it's really that number that we that we need to know and also on the tag is our cell phone number and our email address.